0: Welcome to Stand Out Get Noticed, the podcast that helps you speak and present with rock star confidence. I'm Christina Canters, your host and founder of The C-Method, communication skills training. For free resources and to subscribe to the show, visit thecmethod.com. Dun Get your motor running, dun Head out on the highway, dun Looking for adventure, dun And whatever comes our way, dun Yes. Hi there, Rockstar. Christina, with you here, and I am rocking down the 395 highway from Nevada down through California, and. Yes, I am podcasting you from our RV on this epic road trip that I am on. If you did not know, I've spent the last couple of weeks in the US. I was at the Podcast Movement Conference two weeks ago. I was speaking there, had an amazing time. And this week, well, no, last week, I spent at Burning Man. And I wasn't around last week for the podcast. If you tuned in, you would have heard my amazing sister, Liz A. Cantor, fill in for me. She was having a conversation with her partner, Bowie Stover, and I, I literally just finished listening to that. I had no idea what Lizzie was going to do. I just said to her, hey, go ahead. The podcast is yours for the week. And I thought she did an amazing, amazing job. So thank you so much, Lizzie, for doing that for me. I really appreciate it. Now, it is... I'm back this week, yes, and um, but I'm on the road. So what I'm doing today is a mostly unedited version for you, an unedited podcast, which I'm quite excited for from my RV as we road trip back to LA. And I'd like to share with you some lessons that I learned from Burning Man because that's you know been on my brain for the last week, and it's been absolutely epic, had an amazing time so it's kind of exciting that I get to podcast to you from from this RV because as soon as we get to LA I'll be jumping on a flight heading to Denver so there will be no time to do any podcasting then so here we go Okay, now for those of you who don't know what Burning Man is, it is oh, how do you even describe it? It is an epic experience it happens in a, a temporary city called Black Rock City which is about a couple hours from Reno in Nevada so it's in the middle of the Nevada desert it is in on this like flat bed salt plain so it's completely flat and you're in this dust like you're in this heart like this hard bed of dust and it's like powder it's super powdery like talcum powder and it gets everywhere and there's about 80,000 people that gather there this is every single year and they all you know your camp or take RVs and you go there and you experience all the things that the people put on so it's not a festival where the organizers put on you know music and they bring in acts and bands and stuff it's all put on by the people so the the whole city is made up of camps and the camps bring their own stuff like their own entertainment so there's a mix of music and all sorts of music there's workshops there are there's food but the thing is it's there's no cash so it's decommodified, de- you can't buy anything there everything is gifted or exchanged so you have to bring in everything you have to bring in your own water you have to bring in um, all your own food all your own clothes toiletries everything you need because if you don't have it that you cannot purchase it there so you either have to borrow it from someone or um, you know find it get it from your neighbors and the the cool thing about Burning Man is that there it, it's everything. Everything is there. Anything that you want to do, you will find. So if you love yoga and meditation, there are classes for that every single day. If you love eating food, there are so many camps giving away different food items every day. If you love drinking, there are countless bars where people will just give away alcohol and you just bring your own cup and they fill it up for you. If you love dancing, there are so many stages and they have these things called art cars or mutant vehicles where um, people just make, they use trucks or golf carts or whatever and they decorate them and make them look like they build them into something that looks unbelievable and I can't even describe it you have to look up pictures if you just google burning man art cars you'll see them there and a lot of these art cars double as stages so they will play they'll pump music and you'll and you can go around and find them and and dance at each of them and in terms of the actual like and and they're amazing like they've got lights they've got amazing sound systems and the way that we were describing it was it's like you've been like think of the very think of the best party or club that you've ever been to times that by a hundred right then that that's like what that's what one of these stages is like and then there's another thousand of those and you're invited to all these parties it's absolutely ridiculous Um, If you love art, there are amazing art pieces there that will blow your mind away. So there's something for everyone. There really is. And Burning Man's been going since 1986, I believe. And they introduced what they call the 10 principles of Burning Man. Um, I can't remember when. I don't know, maybe 10 years ago? Wait, let me look it up. I have it here on my phone. See, this is what we do when when we're not edited. Let me see. 10 Principles of Burning Man 2004. They were they were written by the co-founder, Larry Harvey, as guidelines. Now, it's not... And what I'd like to do today is share with you some of these principles and what we can actually learn from them in life, you know, or, or, or what we can do towards sort of in our everyday communication um, experiences. And I'm going to go through them real quickly one by one, and then I will... Um, share with you the, the lessons. Okay, the, firstly, it's radical inclusion, gifting, decommodification, radical self reliance, radical self expression, communal effort, civic responsibility, leaving no trace, participation, and immediacy. Okay, I'm gonna go through, I think I wrote some notes down for, for seven of these. Okay, firstly, radical inclusion. So at, at Burning Man, it doesn't matter what you wear. It doesn't matter what your age is, your ethnicity, whatever, everyone is treated equally and everyone is included. You don't get turned down at a bar or you it's no one's not allowed entry anywhere. You just you can just go, so everyone's included. And I absolutely loved this. And it got me thinking about how oftentimes we tend to, you know, we only talk to people we know or we look at someone and we go, mm, they don't look interesting or whatever. So we don't necessarily include them. And based on Burning Man, it was, like, at Burning Man, it was so beautiful and felt so welcoming. You know, everyone's part of this one community and everyone's there to accept each other and and, and accept each other for, for who they are and, and include them. And and I think this is so important to try to bring into our everyday lives, to to include everyone no matter what we think they might be like. And I've had experiences with this before where, you see someone and I know, you know, you shouldn't judge a book by its cover, but we tend to like we can't help it. We just do it anyway. Go on, admit that you do. But sometimes you you just don't know like who the person you're speaking to, who they know or, or what they've got to offer. You just don't know until you start talking to them. So, I encourage you to, you know, be a bit more accepting, a bit more inclusive, and if you see someone who Maybe you're at a networking event or at work and you see someone who kind of wants to join the conversation but maybe they're a bit shy. Make that effort to include them and make them feel like they're part of the group as well. Okay, number one, uh, sorry, number two, gifting. I mentioned before there was no money at Burning Man. There was nothing you could buy, oh, except ice. Nothing you could buy except ice for your coolers and, and coffee actually, you could buy coffee. So, but it's all about unconditional gifting, and I'd heard that it was about like trading and bartering, but there was really not like none of that there. When people gave you something, there was never that oh, but we expect this in return. It was unconditional. So camps would give away food and they would send a spruker out onto the street and we'd cycle past and see a guy there with a, a megaphone going hot dogs get your hot dog get, get hot dogs down the road just there and we'd be like okay and then we would just go and they'd be just handing out hot dogs and and giving you condiments and giving you a martini with that hot dog or whatever and you know you would just you'd say thank you give them a smile maybe have a quick chat but there was, they weren't expecting anything in return. And I thought that was just beautiful. And I met other people as well who, you know, i chat to them for a bit, and they'd say, oh, it's your first burn. Here, have this necklace. And they would give me a necklace that they were wearing. And that's actually how I got my, my plier name, that the, the name of the, the area inside the circle between all the camps. It'd be hard to describe. Anyway, it's called the plier, P-L-A-Y-A. And people say, oh, what's your plier name? And um, I had this girl give me a little necklace that was of, of an antelope and a friend of mine, Steph, she was saying to me, "We need to think of a plier name for you, Christina." And she looks at my necklace. And she goes, "Is that an antelope?" I said, "Yeah." She goes, "Well, your surname is Canters. How about Cantaloupe?" I thought that was great. So after that, my player name was Cantaloupe. But you know, that came out of that came out of a gift. Um, but you can give things back, and it's always nice to give give things. And I remember at one point. A bartender gave me a drink, so I sang him a song as a thank you. And there was another guy who was there was another camp that were giving out I think iced coffee. And he, as he gave out the iced coffee, he said, you know, we are asking for something in return, but we ask we ask that you share a story of one of your favorite books. And that was really cool because then as we got our iced coffees, we sat around and then and then shared shared the story and I talked about perfume which is one of my favorite books and you know so that was my gift back to him so it wasn't you weren't expected to give physical things but giving can also take the form of a compliment or a song or um, or a story or a joke or a hug right anything like that counts as a gift as long as you give it unconditionally without expecting anything in return so Think about how you can give of yourself without expecting anything in return. You know, this is something that I've had to work on myself. I remember a number of years ago now with um, with an ex-boyfriend of mine, I made him the most beautiful cake. It was a um, Transformers cake because he loved Transformers. So I made him this, it was like Megatron or Optimus Prime or something and it looked amazing. And I gave it to him and I thought, I was hoping, for some reason, I was hoping that he would take it to work and share it with his colleagues because that's what I thought you do with a birthday cake. But he was like, no, no, I want this all to myself. And he kept it in his bedroom and ate it bit by bit every day and didn't share it. And it really bothered me for some reason. I, I was like, why? I thought, you're so selfish. Why are you doing that? Why are you not sharing your cake? And... He told me later that the real reason, and we had a fight over it, which is just stupid. Anyway, it came down to me not giving unconditionally. I gave the cake with the expectation that he would share it. And what I learned from that experience experience was that you can't expect other people to treat a gift the way that you would treat it, or even respond to a gift in the way that you give it. You know, I've given gifts before to friends where I've expected them to, you know, to lose it, to be like, oh my god, this is so amazing. But they don't. They go, they take it and they go, Oh, thanks. And you know, I've been tempted to feel really disappointed because that's not the way I would have reacted to that gift. But everyone reacts differently. And that's something that I, I had to learn. So so think about it in your daily life. When you give something, give it unconditionally and don't expect anything in return, even if it is a certain type of response. And if you're the receiver of a gift, be accepting of it. And I've spoken about this before with, say, compliments. When someone gives you, gifts you a compliment, um, you, know, you need to treat that as a gift and accept it, and accept it graciously and say, thank you so much. And don't, don't throw it away or dismiss it or deflect it. Because then it's, you're essentially rejecting that beautiful gift that they've given you. Okay, so that was gifting. Man, I've gone a bit longer than I expected. I'm running at 13 minutes. All right, number three, radical self-reliance. So that's, that's another principle, radical self-reliance. And they wrote, they wrote in the principles here, it's, they expect individuals to discover, exercise and rely on his or her inner resources. And I love this because it's not, not just about bringing in your own external resources. I already talked about we had to bring in our own food or our camping, you know, so we had to be completely self-reliant in that sense. But also, we need to rely on ourselves and our own inner resources. So our own mind, our own emotions, our own confidence, our own tolerance, okay? It's a challenging environment, Burning Man. It's it's hot during the day, it's cold at night, it's huge. There's a lot going on, there's a lot of people. It's, it's not easy. It's not an easy environment. It's, it's harsh, the dust gets everywhere. Um, you, you need to be, you, need, you do need to be, um, what's the word? You do need to be self-reliant and you need to be strong and you need to take good care of yourself if you want to have a good time. And relating to, you know, relating to what we do in our everyday lives is that, you know, no matter how harsh your environment is, no matter the challenges that come up, you need to know that you have everything that you need already in order to get through it, okay? You don't need external things, you don't need other people, because everything that you need to be strong is within you. And you don't need anyone's permission to do that, okay? If you're thinking of starting something new or getting out of your comfort zone or you know, doing something radical, whatever that is, you can do it yourself, you know? I mean, of course, it's great to have support around you. I don't know what I would have done if I didn't have my crew with me. So I've got Aaron, my, my partner. Oh, actually, newsflash, I forgot to mention this. Aaron proposed to me at Burning Man. Yes, he did. And I said yes. So we're getting married. Um, sorry, that was a slight slight detour. My crew, my crew. So we had so Aaron, my, my new fiancé. Um, I actually haven't even announced it on Facebook yet, so you guys are the first to know, apart from my parents. Yeah. There's Aaron, Chris, my friend from Perth, who he's been on the podcast actually, Chris Jackson, life coach. We had a great... Had a great conversation on the show. Um, our good friend Frankie as well was staying with us, and so it was great to have those guys. We had an amazing time together. So we had, you know, it's great to have that support. But at the same time, you need to know that you don't need permission from other people to do stuff. You can, you have everything you need within you. Okay, your mind is the strongest, most powerful tool that you have, and if you use it properly, use it wisely. It can help you achieve incredibly powerful things. Okay, moving on. Radical self-expression. I love this one. This one's not just about being crazy and wearing, um, you know, crazy fur and doing your hair all weird, which a lot of people absolutely did. Um, A lot of people express themselves by not wearing clothes. So if you don't like nudity, don't go to Burning Man, but, you know, you get used to it. I didn't go nude, just if you were wondering, that's not, that's not how I express myself, but I do express myself through dancing. I love dancing. Um, one way that Burning Man describes radical self-expression is it's about the unique gifts of the individual. The way you express yourself is a gift to others, which I thought was absolutely beautiful. And. One cool thing about Burning Man and other similar events that I've been to, well, not that there's anything super similar to Burning Man, but where, it's a similar, where there's this similar ethos of self-expression and, and radical inclusivity. When, when you're authentic and you express yourself fully, um, sorry, those sorts of environments allow you to express yourself fully because it's very non-judgmental. There is so much going on, there's so much craziness, so much randomness. It doesn't actually matter how silly you act or how random you are or how wacky the things you say are. It doesn't matter because there is always someone there who's wackier than you. Seriously, doesn't matter how crazy you dress, there's always something, someone who's dressed more crazy than you. So it, it's actually quite liberating because you feel that you can truly be Truly express yourself as you want, uh, you know, in, in in entirety and completely, unabashedly and and fully authentically. And look, ideally, it should be like this all the time. We should feel like we can express ourselves fully and authentically all the time. But you know, sometimes society just, you know, it doesn't encourage that, or you get punished if you do so. But I think that. If we can do more of that in our everyday lives and just work towards becoming more and more authentic and expressing ourselves more and more true to who we are, I think the more we do that, then the happier we become and the better society becomes as well. And if you are afraid of, of judgment or you know, what people will say, I want you to reframe that and think about your authenticity, And you you expressing yourself fully is a gift to others. It's a gift. I'd like to pause for effect, but all the rumbling doesn't really allow me to do that. (laughs) If you can express yourself truly, that also gives people permission to do the same. So that's that's how it's a gift. And you're actually doing a disservice to other people by not being who you truly authentically are and expressing yourself radically, okay? Because when you do express yourself with authenticity, then other people, the the people who love that about you, who love who you truly are, they will become more attracted to you. They will be drawn to you and you'll be able to form more authentic and beautiful relationships from that because if you're not if you don't act the way that you truly are, that you know that reflects who you truly are, then you're going to attract pe- the wrong people. People who are attracted to the version of you that isn't you. Does that make sense? So you you truly are a gift to others if you express yourself fully. Okay, so that was that one, radical self-expression. The next principle is communal effort. So at Burning Man, they really value creative cooperation and collaboration. Everything there is by the community. And this is what absolutely blew my mind away. On the Saturday night, everyone gathers around and watches the man burn. That's why it's called Burning Man. I think it's a 40-foot wooden effigy of this man and it had this huge structure built around it which you could walk on. and, And then on the Saturday night, they lit it up and it went up in this huge ball of flame and they shot fireworks and it was super 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 dramatic and super over the top and, and 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 amazing and I was I remember looking at around looking around at all the people that were there I say there were, you know 70,000 or 80,000 people there and thinking how did it get to this size you know how how incredible is this that all these people came to this one place and all you know, have these same values and all actively participate and create all these wonderful things. The organizers don't do, you know they, I mean, they build the, the man, but all the art pieces, all the workshops, all the stages, all the music, that is all organized by the community. And I thought, I thought that that was um, unbelievable. One really cool performance I saw was an 80-piece or- orchestra that were from people all over the country all over from the US and the world and they all came together and put on these performances playing you know a mix of classical pieces and modern pieces but they had you know had that a string section a horn section and um, flute section it was amazing really really cool and i loved that that was you know organized through the community so community is what it's what brings people together. And my friend George C.O.C. Samuels has, has a podcast called It Will Come and he, the It Will Come show, sorry. And he's all about community and, and growing it and, and engaging communities um, in, you know, he, he's it's all about like the corporate space but also outside corporate space as well, just communities in general. And I want you to have a think about the communities that you're a part of, whether it's at work whether it's within your um, an area of interest like a hobby, or if it's with your church or with your family, whatever it is, whatever community that you're part of, how much do you do to engage and interact with the people there? You know, it's really good to think about and think about what you can do to participate a little bit more in and and help that to work because. It, brings, it gives you that sense of belonging and that sense of connectedness, which is something that we all need. And that was one of the more beautiful aspects of Burning Man, to think that you know we're all connected, we're all in the same boat, we're all working towards this cool thing together. Oh, we're just going around a massive corner. So this RV is quite tall, and when we go around a corner, it kind of leans a little bit. It's... um a little bit scary, actually, when you're not used to it. Okay, we're <laughs> reaching the end now. Participation. That's another um, principle of Burning Man. And in the book, they've written, we achieve being by doing. Well, it's getting kind of noisy, isn't it? All right, I'll try and speak close to the mic. hope you can still hear me okay. So we can, I wrote here, we you can be whoever you want to be. That's right. At Burning Man, you can be whoever you want to be and you can do whatever you want to do. There is seriously stuff for everyone. So if you want to dance 24-7, you can do that. If you want to become a, a spiritual, a super spiritual meditating yogi, you can do that. There's yoga classes every day. If you want to learn about business or you want to learn about Bitcoin or um about transgender issues whatever it is there are workshops and speaking opportunities as well if you want to go to all the bars and sample all the different wines you can do that as well and but but you can't get there you can't become who you want to be without actively participating and and doing those things so i mean and if you listen to this podcast then like regularly, you'll know that I'm massive on implementation and participation. I believe that that is one of the best ways to learn. So if you want to learn, if you want to grow, if you want to get better at, at whatever it is you're hoping to achieve, then you've got to start doing it. You've got to participate, okay? You can listen to this podcast and that's great. You can learn through that. But if you really, really want to learn, if you really want to make a big impact, then you've got to implement what you learn. You've got to get out there and you've got to participate. So that was that one. And the last principle I'm going to talk about is immediacy. Immediacy. And this this has a few different I mean you can translate this however you want. But one of the one of the um catch cries at Burning Man was do it now. Or we're doing it now. And and immediacy to me means being present in the moment and not filtering yourself. So if you immediately are thinking of something and you want to say it, then you say it. You don't hold on to it and go, "Oh, no, nah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna do that." So, so, so for me, it's all about being present in the moment, and and this this relates to self-expression as well. Um, and I also see it as being curious. I remember there was this one there was one point where we were cruising around on our bikes and seeing everything for the first time and it was so amazing because there was so many different things happening and the I remember the the catch cry of that night was what's that thing what's that thing what's that thing and then we'd go we'd just be so curious and we'd go over to look at it and then in the distance it'd be a little speck and then we'd get up close and it would be this amazing art installation that would breathe fire or you know change colors and do this incredible thing and that sense of curiosity and immediacy going when you know to just act on your intuition like seeing something and acting on it what's that thing go act on it and there was this one stage that we went into. It was, um, it was like a little room and it had a little opening. And we went past it on our bikes. And I, I said, "What is that? What's in there?" And we walk in, and it's this, like a, a tent that's playing music. So it's like a, you know, like a, a dance club or whatever. But the music they were playing was this beautiful, melodic electro music, and. They had speakers all around the room, so when you're in there, you had sound coming from all directions. And everyone in there dancing was just so in the moment, so just beautiful and giving everyone space. You know, there were no jerks around. Everyone was, like, being just friendly and and polite. And and I walked in there, and it was just so incredible. I can't even describe it. And we stayed in there and danced for a while, and I realised, you know, we almost walked past this place. And it was only out of sheer curiosity and going, what is, what's in there that we managed to have that beautiful experience? So I encourage you to maintain a sense of curiosity and adventure and discovery as you, you, know, as you come across things and say yes to things. When, when someone asks you if you want to participate in something or if there's an opportunity to do something cool or different or out of your comfort zone, instead of shying away, say yes. And, and go and do it, because you don't know what lies ahead. You don't know what's going to come of it. And that that sense of adventure and discovery was something that was truly mind-blowing at Burning Man, and one of the things that would definitely make me go back. Okay, so that's, that's all I'm going to share with you about that, about Burning Man. Um, I, hope, I hope this hasn't been too distracting, me um, recording from the RV. But I thought, why not? Something something a little bit different. Um, I I just wanted to get a a podcast out for you this week. Okay, so that wraps up this episode. I will definitely be back, most likely maybe not in the studio because I'll still be in the U.S. next week. Um, Aaron and I are heading to Denver tomorrow or tonight to get into some nature, do some hiking, go to some hot springs just to unwind after our big week at The Burn. And then after that, we'll be heading to San Fran, then back to LA and home again. Um, So I'll have some more trip stories for you, hopefully, in the next week. Anyway, thank you so much for tuning in. Hope you've enjoyed this slightly different podcast. And I have left this completely unedited, by the way. So this is what I'm like when I'm just uh, ad-libbing off a few notes. Have an amazing, amazing week, and I will talk to you next week. Take care. My name's Christina Cantors, and this has been Stand Out, Get Noticed.